kind of like it. And I, like I said, it's the exercise thing. I think. Um, so you're running still, I take it? Well, I'm not running on top of doing this fucking Wim Hof thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, some, you're doing all the push-ups and the exercises with it as I'm well. I'm doing right? the push-ups. I'm doing the fucking cold showers and all the stretching. The plank. And yeah, now he's this new thing. Oh, has he? Okay, because you got the new fundamental version, did you? No, but he's this new. You didn't go to week five. No. So he's this thing called the shelf. All right. And the shelf is. Hello. That's Dylan. peaking a bit there. Well, that's my voice always peaks, so will I lower it down? Well, maybe lower it down, yeah, that might make it better. Yeah, my voice always peaks when it's on a on a microphone. Now, the thing is, are you getting me properly, though, here? Hey, go on, say, just tap it. Uh, hello, my name is Dylan. Yeah, you're still peaking. Yeah, I, my it's voice... It's fine, though. My voice... Try it there now. I'm a trained actor. <laughs> well, look, I'm a trained actor. Look, that's lovely. Is it? Look. You're just talking there, and if you laugh really loud, then... We'll figure something out. We'll figure something out. Yeah, so I got a job in RTE, you know that, right? I didn't know that. You know, I started... Well, I'm training now as a continuity person. So you know in RTE 1 and RTE 2, when they go, next, after the break, we'll have blah, blah, blah. No. What the hell is that? You What's know when you're watching telly? Mm. no well okay when you used to watch telly yeah. and after a show is finished before another one begins a voice comes on and goes yeah. well we just watched so and so and next coming up stay tuned for blah 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 I'm training to be one of them oh and it's all done live that's very cool why Isn't didn't it? you do it live because they do it live in case there's any mistakes also what you do is you come in and you are we recording are we going no we are. no, no. <laughs> So what they, no, I'm basically training, but basically what they do is they, um, they well, you come in and you do it live because, in case there's any mistakes, but also, you know, sometimes when there's actual live shows on, then it changes the timing. Yeah. So you have to come on and go, it's at this time. Well, if it was pre-recorded, it'd be the wrong time. But also you write the links. So you come in in the day and you write the links yourself and you do the Twitter and you do the, and it's all done in one and take. And you get the bit of? Well, it's all right. It's not bad. But you're getting paid like first. Oh, now, I wasn't for the first few weeks of training. I was get, I was going in for a couple of hours here, a couple of hours there, just to see if I was good enough. Yeah. And now I'm on what's called a training contract, where I get paid 50% of a shift. And I go in for an entire shift, but I'm always with someone else. And I'm okay. still just training up, and I'll do a few live links. And if I do five weeks of that, and I'm still and I'm not good enough, I don't get the job still. I'm on a training contract. It seems a bit mental that they just can't pre-record all that shit and then just go dump, dump, know, dump. But you probably don't well, want to say about yeah, that. Don't tell anyone that. Yeah, 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 yeah. no, it's great. We better not talk about RT. It's too complex, is it? No, it is quite complex, especially with that RT secret producer thing. Is that, that still out. going? I don't know if it is. It seemed to die down. Yeah, well, I kind of went on to it. I don't know if I followed it and I can't remember whether... Um, well, I, of course, I don't want to speak about RTE if I'm looking to work there in any sort of negative yeah, sort of aspect. RTE is brilliant. It's the best. Yeah, that'd be my dream. Yeah, but it's a good, uh, it's a good training. It's it is good training, I should say, for like voice work and stuff like that. Yeah. So the work. Oh, I hate that we can't. I wonder. Can I leave what we've said in so far? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, well, we're, not, we're not saying anything. I mean, you no, think no, it's no. great. You're delighted with the opportunity. Oh, I'm really delighted. Yeah. And, and like as I was saying, like like because you know what the sort of work I do, I earn quite good money for a small amount of hours. Yeah. You know, I, as an overall, I wouldn't earn like a huge amount of money, but that's the life I've chosen. But um. But within the small amount of hours that I do, I earn a lot of money, so I don't have to work a lot for the amount of money that I yeah. earn. Yeah. So within this is the doing the tours. 
Well, no, no, no. To working with it, I don't do the tours anymore. This okay. is doing the events. We haven't been speaking so long. Yeah, I don't do the tours anymore. No, I stopped doing tours. Okay. So well. I just do the events and I do uh, like freelance MC. Wow. Yeah, yeah. How come you stopped the tours? I just I've moved on from that. Yeah, I've moved on. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I've moved on. From Did you quite hate a lot. it? No, but it's just I didn't see doing ghost tours. I, I ghost that. tours and uh, folklore fairy tale tours. I just didn't see like I'm getting to an age where I saw myself at a different point in this life. Yeah, and that's why I'm changing everything within my life at the moment so that I can become the person that I imagined myself to be instead of the person that I just let myself become by following through life. Yeah. I mean, this is a big thing about all the stuff that we're going to be talking about, I suppose, or all the stuff that we talk about in general. About, yeah. You know, improving yourself as a person and just getting to be the best person that you it's can very be. very tiresome, though. I mean, there is no place, apparently, that you arrive to where everything is great. No, but at least you're aiming for the best. You know, they, it, they, like you shoot for the stars, you land on the moon sort of thing. You know, yeah. instead of going, well, I'm good at this and I'm just going to continue going. I think a lot of people now in life, they just... I, I, saw, I saw this clip yesterday from um, somebody and it came up and goes, there is no place that you suddenly arrive to where everything is just amazing. And, you know, this kind of constant striving for to be better at this, better, better in better in shape, healthier mind, all mm. this, that it's in the pursuit of it. Yeah. That's oh, yeah. the happiness. That's exactly it. But if yeah. you're constantly looking for that moment in time, that fucking moment in time doesn't exist but it might be a bit of gratification but it's when you're pursuing becoming the best that you can be or becoming something that's a better version of the self that's already there but you see i wasn't doing that i was treading water yeah you know the way i'm like well it's all right here and i can do whatever i want you know and i can live the life you know a lazy sort of non-existence but it's like I started to analyze because obviously I was an actor for those of you who don't know for years and years and years and I started to sit Game down Game of Thrones and Game such, of Thrones you might have seen him in Game of Thrones and such things as yeah Vikings, Vikings or just that. a few yeah yeah a few little those, things here and there big shows. but not, not really any substantial parts and the truth is I could have done a lot better in my career if I had really pursued it like and, and jumped on opportunities that were offered to me you know like I was I had one of the top agents in London chasing me when I was over there. Yeah. And I just never called her back. It was just, Why was that? At the time, I, you know, it was willfully blind. Like, at the time, I thought, you know, I'm just giving her a bit of space. But in reality, I just didn't want to take on... I didn't want to fail. And Sorry, I, she was ringing you and you wouldn't ring her back? She rang me. I... Oh, God. This... You know, I used to remember this and have, like, flashes of anxiety and nightmares. Yeah. So, basically, I got a part in a play in a small pub in sort of close to the southwest of, uh, of London, right? And yeah. it was a good part. I was the lead in it and I nailed it, right? Yeah. And I got a glowing review from this thing that says like, plays the part to gangly perfection. I wasn't too happy with the gangly, but the perfection part, <laughs> you know, for your first review in London isn't yeah. too bad. So I got called by the biggest theater uh, agent in London going, yeah. look, I live right around the corner from there. I'd like to come and see you. And I, on the phone, instead of going, all right, brilliant, what day will I put you in for? I'm like, oh, yeah, sure, I'll give you a call back in a week and I'll secure a date. And I could even hear her on the phone going, uh, all right. And then I didn't call her for three weeks. And what do you think is that? Like, you know, they talk it about was, self-sabotage. It was, that yeah, it was self-sabotage. Well, it yeah, seems yeah. like a blatant self-sabotage. When I was in university, in my last year of university, there was two guys who had taught us. One was writing for Fair City, one was uh, acting in Fair City. And basically the guy who was writing for had written a role that was basically me, perfectly suited to me. And the actor guy approached the school 
and said, look, we need him to come and audition for this. But the director of school was like, no, he's my star pupil, I'm not giving him away. Mm. But other people came to me and went, you better call Lenny. If you call Lenny, you, you know, you'll get an audition for a big role in Fair City. Yeah. And I just never called him. Because the idea of me, because... Come on, what was the I suppose these are a lot of... This is down to mental health issues and stuff like that, which I... You know, which I, I've only realized from talking to someone realized that but that it's insecurity though, but I mean, don't, completely, don't, completely. Yeah. It's no, it's, it's, I didn't believe that I was worthy of being anything that was good. Okay. But I didn't know any of this at the time. You know, at the time I was dealing with a lot of stuff as well. There was a personal matter, but my brother was quite ill. Yeah. Um, and so I was just shutting myself off from the world instead of taking opportunities. Actually, at that point, I decided that I wasn't going to try it in, in life anymore. I'd like given up. I said, all right, I don't care. I'm just going to take a load of drugs and just destroy myself. And that's when I began that process at about that time. And, uh, but anyway, look, that's not what we're getting into. Yeah, but well, what drugs were you taking then? I was smoking weed all day, drinking all day, taking whatever, whatever anyone had. If there was anyone at a party and went, look, I have this, I would go give it to me. And so I then, like, I mean, whatever about drugs, but it would have been impossible to make a reasonable decision yeah, 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 yeah. But you see, I could still and act feeling the way well, you feel. Really well. Yeah, I could still act very well. That's the weird thing. With drugs. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Actually, when I was doing drugs, I was better because I didn't have any anxiety about doing the shows. Yeah. Because I was so caught up in all the other anxiety in my head that when it came to getting on stage, that was just something that I did. You know, mm. that way while trying to deal with the expanse of the world. But once I quit all the drugs, then I started getting anxious about performing which is something that I never had when I was high it's really weird anyway that's yeah, well, I actually spoke to Alan last week about performance anxiety you know I did yeah. that uh, comedy course for 10 weeks and I gave it up after 8 and Alan continued and did the live performance I simply physically could not couldn't do live stand up no. couldn't do the live stand up oh, and the idea of putting sentences together in order to make somebody laugh. So yeah. if you don't get that end result, I'm not great at not getting results. Like no. <laughs> so in other words, if I have to say three or four sentences and I've spent ages figuring on those three or four sentences and that people don't laugh, mm. it's not worth it for me. Like. So no, anyway, no. that was the... But you see, that's the thing. That's what the stand-up comedians say. I'm obsessed with stand-up comedy. I watch it all the time. Mm. They say, like, the really great ones, you'll fail. You'll yeah. fail and you'll fail and you'll fail and it's only by failing a lot of times that you get good. Which is why I can't, I, I, started, I did stand-up show. Yeah. And I wanted to keep doing it, but I couldn't get enough gigs. I could only get one gig every two months or so. So well, where are you going? Because Alan's able to get one as many as he wants, like. Is he? There's, there's a few places you talk to him about. Not as many as he wants, but relatively speaking, he's able to get, get gigs. Oh, is he? Yeah, yeah he is, yeah. Well, because I bumped into a guy who was doing um, MC for the uh, Brewtonic Beer Festival. And there's Festival. a place basically you can go where there's just comedians. Yeah. And you stand up in front of them. So everybody's kind of just practicing their oh, routine, really? really, yeah. Well, there's this guy called Manus. He has a, a, a blog on beer drinking. But he's a comedian and he, he actually gave me his email. I'm going to contact him. Manus, that's not Paulie's friend who owns the drink store, no? No, different Manus. Oh, well, okay. Yeah, yeah. He has a... Well, I don't know. Maybe it is. I don't think so. I don't think so. He's a comedian. Yeah. And what does he do for a day job? Uh, I don't know. I don't think he, he's a comedian and then he does a blog. Okay. I think that's it. I don't know. I didn't really get or to know him too well. living out that. But anyway, he went to me, look, if you want to do more stand-up, here's my email. So I'm going to email him. I was supposedly on the list for tomorrow. You see, the thing is, though, we were talking about this now as well, is that uh, there was a guy who was um, performing the night you performed. And that yeah. guy was totally polished 
totally at ease, Jim. relaxed. Right. Yeah, my friend, the American guy. Doesn't matter anyway, he's not going to be watching this. I, I didn't think he was that funny. Whilst right. he had everything going for himself. Yeah. But it's like as if he's around the circuit and he's coming up with stuff that he thinks might people it might be funny, but right. is it really that amazingly original? Like, whatever you had to offer that night, at least it, to me it appeared as original. Like, it was, yeah. there was a lot of you there. Might have been a bit wild, but yeah. you know, for a blunt diamond or whatever you want to call it, yeah. there was something in it. Yeah, so if with focus and with work, it yeah. could become something that was really great. Yeah. I, I actually think that if I did work, you know, two, once or twice a week on stand-up comedy, doing it consistently, that I could become a very good stand-up comedian. But at this point in my life, I don't want to put that much effort into it. It's a hard slog. Like it's starting a whole new medium of a really difficult thing, and you have to be doing it for years. Well, to I think very you good have to it. want it, though. And I don't want it at this point. That, in my life you don't want it that much. It's I like, do want to do it in terms of fun and yeah. enjoyment and honing a skill and enjoying it and stuff like that. But to find the time to do something like that when I'm trying to focus on all these other things, yeah, well, is, that's true. Is a near impossibility, and it's not where I want to put the I think focus it, on my energy. But that you do it for the sake or the art of mm. doing it because anything else is a pain in the fucking hoop that's what we were yeah. talking about now last week but it was that really to me true, yeah. and it was like in a way it was with Go Live yeah. um, it became um, and that was typical of me like just wanting to fuck it. let's make this big let's make this bigger yeah, 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 yeah. and even when we got that and you got caught up in the wave yeah. oh, oh well I think I, I just wanted it to succeed and then, and then I had a vested interest in it and you know it was taking over a bit of the fucking house and mm. Anyway, and your psyche. In your psyche, so I just much prefer the idea of fucking doing something that's like this. Yeah, that's not give. I, I mean, I nearly wouldn't put it on the go live page and just put it up on YouTube. And if people stumble upon it and watch it, then so be it. Brilliant. But in terms of promoting it or pushing it, whatever, I've no. You've no no drive to do that, no. I just, no inclination. No, no. I just don't want it to be. I, I want to. Jo- I, you know, I'm starting with an audience of one. Maybe mm. you might watch it afterwards, and you know what I mean. And I'm yeah. going to start from there. <laughs> <laughs> start from there and see what happens. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, see to enjoy it, and so yeah. that's like the stand-up about being brilliant or not being brilliant. I think just by virtue of the doing. Mm. you'll automatically improve but this thing of analysis and should I would I whatever mm. to me the best is just jump off the cliff yeah. give something a go do 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 and then well, you'll then you'll know th- that's what I'm doing with psychology so I'm going back to university now yeah. now how did that come about that alright so that that's all well I suppose I've always wanted to do that right but I never thought that's another one of those I never thought I was capable of doing it yeah and within acting, it's kind of the same as psychology as in, like, the reason why I did acting is because when I was in school, I used to enjoy doing it in plays and stuff like that. And it was the only time all the teachers came up to me after this play one time and was like, you're really good at this. You should, you should do this. But I had no idea what I wanted to do in my life. So yeah. I was like, my parents were like, right, so you're finished school now. What are you going to do? And we were living in Singapore, so I had to move to a different country by myself. Yeah. you got to get into university or something. I'm like, I'll do acting. You know, but even when I was in drama school, this is coming back to the original point that sent us off onto that self-destroying your career, or whatever. Even when I was acting, I didn't love it like the other people in my class. Yeah, did. like you could see the people who were going to make it who woke up and lived and breathed. I was just very good at it. Yeah, naturally very good at it. So then I started clicking into my head like I have to try and you know 
focused myself to become that dedicated to it but I dedicated myself to something that I didn't really love I love the understanding of human minds yeah. and how it works and the ability to do that but I, I, I see so wanting something to be the case yeah and is you know that you really really want something and it, it, it's a totally different feeling I think you know yeah. It, it, yeah. Uh, than it being the case that you like it you yeah. know I really love this or I want to love it yeah. Because I think that I would be great if I was in that position that exactly. I was fucking exactly. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's a difference. Like, even uh, so, uh, I'm going back to do psychology, but even when I start looking at what the course is going to entail, or when I sit down with other psychologists and I start speaking, I just find I'm like, oh, brilliant. These are things that I've always thought about. And now I'll actually have like a deeper understanding of them. Yeah. So, things that I know that I've learned. Uh, through wisdom or or just gained knowledge in my life mm-hmm. now I'll be able to find out the foundations of them you know yeah. that way and so I'll have that sort of base knowledge behind me and this is the whole thing about improving yourself and becoming the the, the best sort of person that you can be within acting I was just acting mm. but in reality I was just using it as an excuse to get high and drunk all the time because if you're an actor it's like oh it's a really hard career isn't it yeah. well no it's it's the same as anything you know, people mm. say that, but I know the actors who make it are the ones who get up every day and they fucking go out and they chase the dream, you know, yeah. and, they, and they do the right things. I mean, you have to have a degree of talent, obviously, um, but they send out the CVs, they get, they do this and they do the courses and they go to the meetings and they shake people's hands and they enjoy the company of those people. I didn't enjoy any of that shit. Yeah. So I didn't do it. You wanted it on your lap, but even then when it came on your lap, yeah, even when I came, then I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. And then, and, and so it was an excuse to sit around and get high. And then when people, well, it's a hard career, I could go, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's not my fault. It's the career's fault. I can, I could blame something else. Yeah, well, you see, you're kind of sitting, yeah. you can sit around all day and you're waiting for the job to come magically in the post. Exactly. So yeah, might, yeah, yeah. Well, I might as well smoke some weed and play Why video not? games. Why not? Yeah, yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah. And then, and then the thing is, right, so you go through stages of smoking a lot of weed or whatever. And then a job does come in. Yeah. But then you've got to quit weed and get your head together and get the lines learnt and then turn up to the audition and then go to the job and stuff like that. Mm. So your mind isn't clear. While if you were taking care of yourself all the time, clear mind focused, then when that audition came in, you'd be fucking ready for it before you even got the paper in your hand. Yeah. Instead of like, I would get the audition and be like, oh, fuck, all right, all right, so I can't smoke now for the next few days because I've got to get my head together. But then you stop smoking so you're not sleeping right, so your brain isn't functioning oh, correctly, you know? Hell. So you're yeah. going through this. And you're, and I was, it's like I was doing it again and I was on a repeat. It's like my, I, I wasn't learning from the mistakes that I'd made before, you know, and just sort of repeat, repeat, repeat. Anyway, look. But there obviously is something about weed, though, that draws you back. Because like, for me, you know, I smoke weed and I just get totally fucking paranoid. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, escapism. Yeah. But it, I don't find the escapism pleasurable. But for I you, mean, you can escape. But obviously there's something that draws you back in every time. Yeah. You know. To well, no, it's the escapism. It's, it's, that deta- it's a detachment thing. Because when I'm stoned, I don't have to think about the things that upset me you know yeah. the things in my life that I, I've done wrong were the things that, and I could also blame it it's another one of those tools you know oh it's not me it's the career oh it's not me I was stoned all the time if I hadn't been stoned if I hadn't been addicted to weed but thinking to me you know I'd you could spend ahead. hours and hours thinking and thinking mm. and thinking should I do this or oh, mm. well I do this and how come this is not worked out and the fucking loop then and well, oh, the, con- the, oh, the contortion God. of weed yeah. uh, uh, doing 
you know, actually doing X, Y, or Z, or saying to yourself, right, well, I'm going to do this course. Yeah. I'm, going, I'm just going to fucking go for it. Yeah. The doing Even though I'm terrified it, of it. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Well, there you go. That's given you, obviously, a bit of a, a lift or whatever, in the sense. But it, what I have discovered, and it's not really a fucking discovery, because, mm. but doing, and it is way better than thinking about fucking doing. Yeah, it is, yeah. It just feels better, and you know you're in motion, at least, and then you can fucking figure it out afterwards. Like, would you, would there be any blocks for you? Like, what would you think your blocks are? You know, like, for me, I would run away from things, or I'd smoke to escape them. Like, how would you do similar things? Or would you have any faults in yourself that you would see? Like, <laughs> I, no, I know Mac, it's a heavy question. I'm the, I'm the perfect person, yeah. To be honest, I do my own nothing, trying to make everything more than they are, trying to fucking force things. And also... If I'm comfortable, force things as in in your mind or in your life. Oh, or in trying career. to you know get to the finish line before I've even started running. You know, right. and it's like then when I start doing stuff, it's kind of, if I'm doing stuff from a certain place of I want to get to the finish line, then it's this you know running almost out of breath running to get to the finish line. So with right. a project that I might start and I go, this this could be great if I get to here, then it'd be great, as opposed to just commencing it from. I mean, things happen the way they happen as well, but uh, commencing it from the place of, I'm just going to start with this. And it yeah. doesn't have to go anywhere. I might have a kind of a view of where it can go. But sorry, that's a huge thing for me where I just contort and can fuck And is that what happened with Go Live then, is it? Do you think? Or in your mind? I think mind? with Go Live, in the end, it was a contortion almost for me. The last few episodes, I thought, well, you know, you'd have moments of it, but this, oh, well, we have to get a show out now. And we have to get it people in, and we have to. Why? Why exactly do we have to? Nobody's watching it, like. So first of all, right. like, so I'm looking. At, you know, you're the same friends watching it, and you're kind of going, okay. So why do I need to? And then why do I need to sit and talk to that person when I'm not necessarily enjoying the subject matter? I'm not fucking. Right. And nobody's watching it. So why am I doing it? You yeah, know, so yeah. it was all that well because I wanted to get to this place of well maybe it'll take off and maybe we'll get some advertisement and maybe it'll be funded but all of that almost cripples something that is of a creative nature for me it's right. totally really fucking clear that any creative endeavour if I mean you might get lucky and you might stumble mm. upon somebody who's fucking, who can give you a free pass yeah. but otherwise the majority of creative endeavours should be for themselves the mm. moment you try and for me anyway monetize them yeah. or try and make it something that people might like it's a fuck you know because people you could do everything uh, you could do everything under the sun mm. well that's uh, you to man, make something that somebody might like and they still turn around your and man go, Jordan Peterson your man Jordan Peterson he says that like creative endeavours the majority of the time 90% of the time don't pay off in any sort of financial way that would work within our society where you're like yeah. you get a big paycheck you know uh, but you being an entrepreneur, like that yeah. is a creative endeavor. So like you starting a company, that is a piece of art in yeah. itself, you know, and it came from nothing. Yeah, Look I heard him that, saying that. Yeah. That it made one, me feel good about yeah, it. Yeah, because yeah, that one worked out really well for you, you know. Yeah. And and all all of these creative endeavors that you take on, they're they're all they're you know, they're all just seeds, you know, that way. And you can plant a lot of seeds and sure, you know, unless you have GMOs, the majority of your uh your crops are going to fail, you know, yeah. but then every now and then you're going to get a beautiful crop that's going to grow up. Well, I actually think seed. that's a lovely way to look at it because, mm. 
it is that I've never been able to look at it like that. It's you know yeah. just fucking do it for the sake of doing it. Who yeah. gives a fuck afterwards? Because it may or may not work. Well, I think you get, I think anything. you're too hard on yourself because you do do it. Like you're doing it right now. I suppose I'm you doing know you did it with go live. You did it. You know you look into all these things. You're constantly sort of moving and starting new projects, and not all of them take off. But like yeah. you're There's constantly. Not them are, uh, you know when you're writing, you're, say you're writing a play, and you're writing yeah. a play with trying to get to the end of writing the play. Yeah, and you're, yeah. you're crippled with all this stuff, that, and, and then there's a certain point in it you're kind of going, is this definitely the play that I wanted to write for? Yeah. All of this pain that I'm going through right now, yeah, is yeah. this the play, that is this the absolute expression of, of what I wanted to what, say? What yeah, I wanted yeah. to say. And then through it, it might get contorted. It does, it does. Yeah, it does get contorted. Like even that play that I sent to you, there's things that I, you know, I'm not sure about. But I'm still waiting for feedback from other people. I got feedback from you, but yeah. like the opening sequence kind of tells you exactly what's happening. And, but it's also, it doesn't tell you the full nature of what's happening either. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I need to change that beginning monologue because it's all in that beginning monologue. The whole play, you... Is supposed to be told in the beginning monologue, but you're supposed to forget about it because you get into the play, and it's only when you reflect on the monologue that you're like, yeah. "Oh wait, that told you exactly everything that the play is about." You know, okay, that, right? I didn't cop that. Yeah, yeah. You see, that's it. You're not supposed to because yeah, okay. if you cop it straight up in your first read or whatever, then you go, uh, "Oh well, this is what the play is about." Yeah. So then you won't have any excitement while you're watching the play. You know that way. Cause well, for to complete a play is huge. Oh, it other. was huge. Yeah. yeah, it was huge. Now it does need reworking. And it's, I don't know if it's great because none of the theater people have got back to me yet that I sent it yeah. to Cause they're kind of like, but you see, cause it's so honest and there's a lot of like, and it's dark, you know? So yeah. I don't know, you know, a lot of traditional theater people, it doesn't work in a traditional theater setting. Yeah, it's funny mm. though. I mean, the, because of the main character. Yeah, I, I suppose, should we tell them about, uh, it's a play about a man who's a clown who's losing his job while re analyzing his mind and, and when he loses his job everything else falls apart as well there's it's personal as well isn't it oh completely yeah, yeah 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 well you see the thing is it's me changing from an actor being into the psychologist you know yeah because he's a clown but he realized well there's you can't be the clown all the time you know yeah and i think if you see the really great actors they're not it's like they say really great comedians aren't funny when you meet them yeah because they're just people but when they go and they do their art, they become the clown, you know, yeah. that way. Well, I had taken it upon myself that I had to be the clown all of the time, you know. Mm. I had to be the, oh, it's Dylan, he's weird, he's quirky, you know, he does crazy things, you know. Yeah. And I'd taken that on as a persona for myself and portrayed that to the world as a mm. person who's like, oh, look at him, isn't he wild? Dylan does wild things, you know. But I wouldn't particularly enjoy being in the moment of those wild things because I'd be okay. in them going... I'm doing this fucking crazy shit. This is mad, you know. But as a, but it gave me an identity, you know, yeah. that way. And much like I think that's a lot of actors, you know, and they're lost and they're scared and stuff. So they're like, I need to be this entertaining entity all of the time. There's and a other people sort like of thing about yeah, it. and other people like your company in small doses mm -hmm. because they're like, well, he's entertaining to look at it's like you're the clown within the room you know mm. but to have real depth of personality and to, to be able to sort of drag that out with people over a long span of time you wear them out i'm just gonna flick this go on keep going keep going so you're gonna you're gonna wear them out to a degree um 
so I, I don't know for me at least I found that I needed to drop that persona and in a way you have to change your entire personality yeah and I think a lot of people are scared to do that because it's damaging man it's like this year has not been enjoyable in any sense of the word like this year is just but you have a humongous amount of fucking energy like yeah you know I mean that's but I always have and you have a huge amount have. of mental energy mm. in terms of you're intelligent and you're physically mm. you're in shape and you're, you have good energy yeah 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 so then the, the whatever that step into the clown or whatever you're that's probably just is that what we're, we're, I'm not a psychologist but that's just something that I, by habit yeah yeah. Well, it's just, it's a persona that I built up of myself based on what I believed myself to be as a person. Yeah. Uh, figured around what other people's perspectives of me were. Yeah. You know, and I this happens to everyone. And this is the, uh, this happens in the play, I suppose, in a way, is that we all have personas, right? Mm. But a lot of us have built up a persona based on what we believe people think about us instead of what our true feelings and emotions are moving forward mm. do you know that way so like okay so the way that you believe that you are but the way that you believe that people perceive you are two very different things yeah okay, right yeah, and yeah, so yeah. a lot of people become their persona believing that's who they are instead of realizing that that's actually the way that they they want to be viewed from the outside world so mm. then instead of acting as who you are you keep acting as your persona yeah like a way to say it i think no no, no i actually i'm there with you now yeah. but it is kind of like this aberration of who you are almost mm. and it is almost then going around with a kind of a, a held breath and almost a fucking feeling of right well I need to be this exactly in this scenario so, that so then you're, you're going in with that tension all the time yeah 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 and what's behind all that tension then is what just a, a vulnerable uh, yeah. decent sound intelligent dude nice person yeah 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 and you see that a lot I'd say that's a lot in in all walks of life and men men seem to to want to do it more so that they seem like a strong man to others. You know, in the 1950s, I think I wrote this on the play, I can't remember, maybe I was researching. But in the 1950s, they, uh, they used to say that men would come home and be completely different people. Mm. Because when they were out, they had to be this man all the time. And then they'd come home and they'd either be really nice or they'd be really aggressive towards their wife because they'd be getting out all of that anxiety they'd yeah. be carrying with them for the whole day. Yeah. But in reality, you should be the same person you are at home as the person who's out on the street to a yeah, degree. But to a degree. I mean, to a degree, of course, because it's not totally the case. You're going into a room with yeah. um, loads of people with machine guns. You, you, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just, know what I'm you mean. just going to be myself here, yeah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. But you so do, there's you, certain scenarios where it's just, they're metaphorical machine guns, it's, right? You know, apparently that whole fucking it's a protective mm. mechanism. That you know, it's the world is that get me, and I need to hold up this front so as to protect. Yeah. Myself. Yeah. And that yeah. has come apparently from the fucking when we used to run in the wilds and there was a fucking tiger coming behind us and it was kind of constantly on guard and it yeah. is degrees of on guardness. You know, can you go into a business meeting and just slouch back into your chair? No, you and can't. Go, no, you can't. No. Yeah, just give me a second now and I'll relax with everybody. And, yeah. You know, yeah. because the normal adjustment into a new scenario is kind of like. Yeah, I'm just going to get my bearings here now and see, yeah. you know. What's happening. Yeah. See what's happening. And, and register what sort of intent the other person has towards you as well, I suppose. 
even within a business meeting, are they going to try and take advantage of me within this meeting or anything like that? Yeah, is and it? I think that's what so it's I, a battleground in a way. It, it, well, in business, it is definitely like if you're going into a negotiation, mm. you can't show weakness. You probably that? can't show weakness. Yeah, I think it's fair to say that you need to keep your upper hand. Now, you, you could there, go in and go, there, well, this is the way it is. But isn't there, like, if you go in and you show that little bit of vulnerability, then people trust you more as a person to do business with. Yeah. While other people are looking to scam you. So The, and the problem is, though, yeah. in business, it's so advanced now yeah. that people will show you some vulnerability so as to build rapport. Ah, so they are purposely so showing purposely you the... So purposely showing you something. So so even if somebody appears nice, I mean, the degrees to which people will go about trying to manipulate is fucking phenomenal. That's true. From everything, you know, it starts off with a basic sales rep trying to mirror every movement that you're making. Oh, yeah, they're doing that now, this, are they? Well, well, that's the most basic level. The thing is, I, 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 mean, always, I always did that said, stuff what? naturally. Like I, like, I think it's just with my family, we talk a lot and stuff like that. But naturally, yeah. that thing called mirroring. You I know, think, but you people. see, the, uh, but now all people of these are things, thinking about it. It's well, all of these things are a study of the best communicators. So mm. people read books based on how to, you know, build rapport and influence people, whatever the fuck. Yeah. But they're based on how these top. 50 brilliant communicators and influencers acted. Yeah. So it, it is obviously human nature to, you know, you know, if we're settling in together, that we'd probably lean in towards each other. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually don't like even knowing a little bit about it because then yeah. I start fucking thinking about it. I, I have that as well. You know, like always remember people's names. Yeah. Like, you know, Napoleon Bonaparte. Yeah. Never forgot a name. Like yeah. If he met you for two minutes. And then he saw you five years later. You go, all right, Frank, how are you? Yeah, they've little tricks. Because like Frank, uh, or hearing your own name, yeah, makes you feel good. Apparently, there's a meditation. Osho has a meditation for repeating your own name as your mantra. <laughs> oh, really? Well, you see, it's the first God. It's the God. It's the first word you've heard. Oh yeah, and, and they it's the keep first sound. It to so you. the sound of it, it brings you back into that state. Apparently, I mean, mm. I try fucking all the meditations. The way I actually there's a book of a thousand meditations. If, if we're talking about like names and stuff, I found it weird because the other day, um, I, I or nowadays, I hear people called Dylan all the time. But when I was a kid, or when I was growing up until about ten years ago, no one else was called it's very Dylan. Very common now. Yeah. It was very rare. But now I always hear. Dylan or Dylan will you come over here now and they're usually about 10 or 12 or something yeah. like that and I kind of I'm kind of like oh, <laughs> I'm the Dylan here like, oh, I actually yeah, I saw this little age dissipating and, and, and we were over in some of the gardens botan yeah. botanical whatever botanical dare and I saw this kid going over this bit of water that he shouldn't have been going over yeah. and the mother going Frank quit that and I was delighted to see him well, fucking yeah. out in the bollocks and going You're across like, ah, and good the, old Frank yeah yeah <laughs> Um, well, names is weird because there is that there's that book, The Name of the Wind, which is a fantasy book that and your brother. Yeah. Oh, have you read it? Yeah, yeah, amazing. Yeah, and you know, first two. Yes, yeah, yeah. so have I. So the third's coming out. Yeah. I can't wait. So yeah. El Eliad is it? Uh, Elodie. Elodie is that the main character? No, he's the guy who the the crazy Wolf, professor. Wolf what the fuck is his name? The main character. Oh, um, something is Ruf It's not Rufus. That's the no, no, no. Now I've forgotten. Growth, growth, growth. Quoth. 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 Yeah, quoth yeah. But anyway, there's that guy Elodine, and they're talking about names because, you know, names are magic. So you, the name of the wind, and if you call the name of the wind, then it moves it. But also people's names. And he's yeah. like, that. and there's a whole section where he talks about how important they are. Yeah. Basically, for the same reason that you said, they've been said since your childhood. And there's different, and giving person a certain name will affect the person that they may turn out to be in the future. You know that way? Well, you know, there's this whole fucking thing called numerology. Have you looked into numerology? No, no, no. 
Right, with numerology, basically you uh, you take your uh, you take your date of birth. That's one way, and you add up mm. all the letters or all the numbers, and you get to a, a singular number, and that's your oh. you know sole fucking purpose. But then like you, then you can get all your you can get your actual name, and yeah. you count the letters of your name, and it's 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 something else. But it's so fucking arbitrary, like isn't yeah, it? yeah. So that you have a name, and then suddenly that is going to dictate. It's this cold reading shit. But though, you see, but you see, one, yeah. It's the reaction of people to you. So say if your name was um, Joffrey, right? Yeah. So hey, Game of Thrones, Joffrey, Joffrey, Joffrey. People are going to react to you in a certain way yeah. because they have an emotional connection to the name Joffrey. They do, yeah. It's like with me, whenever I meet people, they go like, oh, like Bob Dylan. You yeah. know, like it's a pleasant and happy memory for yeah, them Joffrey, when they meet so you. Much. Joffrey, Joffrey, not so much. Yeah. You know, so there's that sort of, Oh, that reaction to you whenever they hear your name, they're reacting well, to that, that. Is that's the brain though? The yeah. brain just goes straight to memory or future. Yeah. And so all it can do is it hears the name Joffrey and it clings back to Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. And then that is and negative. And that is the reality. Yeah. Of what's happening right now. Exactly. And you have to kind of go well. And then you, as Joffrey a person, that, if you're yeah. Joffrey, then you're reacting to the person going like. Oh, you're Joffrey. Every time they talk to you, you know, or every time someone makes you. So does that not then, as a very small, like like a, you know, like that Chinese torture where they drip water under your head one drop at a time. It doesn't hurt when one drop of water hits you. Yeah. But over a long period of time, it begins to like affect you psychologically, you know, that way. But that's, the, in a so way. So isn't that the same with your name? Um, I think it people's perception, maybe because they've encountered another Joffrey or whatever. Yeah. But I think, though, that's in a way this idea of, say, there's Dylan in the year 2000 was this and right. then there's Dylan 2017 now they're incomparable genetically speaking body wise and personality wise there might be some traits that remain but it is hugely different oh completely different so person. then Dylan of in 2000 in a way you know people only remember say your your friends yeah right? they'll all say oh well I just remember Dylan from young that's the implant they have so yeah, Dylan, yeah. you try to change for certain people, they go, well, what's, what are you doing? I, I can't relate to Dylan anymore. He's doing this, this, and this. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. I, because it, they're relating to this fixed image of you. Dude, I have made a decision to cut, like, just to... Whenever I get into an argument in my head, you know the way you argue with people in your head sometimes? Yeah. Yeah, you know that way where you're like, yeah. rah, 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 and then you find half your day while you've been walking around, you've been arguing with this one person. Now I just say it. Like, I've cut off, I'd say, about two friends in the last month. Okay. Because... Of stuff that they'd done in the past that I'd never really sat well with me, but I never mentioned. Mm. I brought it up to them and mentioned it to them straight up. But, Did you really? But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like one really bad. Like when I was traveling, a friend of mine is leaving London, and she rode over going like, because uh, she put an invite out. Are you coming to on November? And I wrote maybe, and she went, I'm sure by maybe you mean definitely. And I went, uh, no. And she's like, why aren't you coming? And I just told her exactly why. And it was harsh, Ooh. man. And then the, she wrote back a huge thing. And then I wrote back a huge thing, which was plain truth. And it wasn't nice. Like when I look back and I, I wasn't a nice person. Yeah. But I don't think that the way she had treated me over the last few years was ex extremely respectful as what one friend would to another. Yeah. So I told her this. Did she know you were coming from it all or was it totally No, old? just out of the blue. And I was in a bit of a stress Fucking mood getting text, on the plane. Fucking text, man. I know, are I know. a killer. Alan said that to me a few years ago. And, you know, text. Who said uh, that? Uh, Alan said Alan, to me. Alan, yeah, yeah. But Alan, uh, 
but and I think it was a result of just being in business and whatever. Mm. But texting is a cunt. I think if you want to uh, solve something with somebody, oh, I know that. I even apologized and said I should have said it in person. But yeah. I, I've got to that point. I think that this is the way to go from now on. If someone, if something is uh, bothering you, be direct and just say it to the people. Yeah. Now the worst thing is, it's probably going to cut you off in ways and hurt you in certain ways as well. But anything that hurts you makes you stronger in the long run. Well, that's you're kind of in a way, mm. and just keep an eye on that there, it's okay. Um, mm. In a way, you're kind of what you're doing or... Um, and uh, Is the opposite. No, you're kind of being true to your, we'll say, uh, authentically how you're feeling. Mm. But, I, you know, in other words, you might just have in the past let something gloss over. And I think yeah. as we grow up, it's like 80-year-olds, 70-year-olds. Everybody says, oh, they're really grumpy. It's just because they don't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> and I think in the not giving a fuck, there's total freedom. Yeah. I mean, it's terrible that we have to wait till we're 70. Well, we don't. You know, well, that's what I'm saying. Obviously, in your case, we don't, or in my yeah. case. Uh, but then you, you, uh, some days you're going to be direct and some days you're not. And you're going to think, oh, I wish I'd been fucking honest there. I don't, didn't want to do that. Or, yeah. I, or I wanted to do that. I wish I'd volunteered for that. Yeah, and yeah. I didn't. But yeah. all you can do is learn from that sort of shit in a way, can't you? Yeah, I suppose, yeah. Do you? Yeah, it's a double-edged sword, you know, because I suppose... Yeah, but you see, maybe this is the thing, because then you're saying, like, depending on your emotions of the time depends on how you're going to react to it. Well, the only reason you wouldn't be totally honest with somebody is that you're afraid how they will react and whether they will like you or not. You're trying to protect exactly. yourself, right? Well, there's a difference between being honest uh, and, and... Being, being a cunt. Yeah, there's exactly. No you know cunt, the way yeah. some people used honesty as a tool to inflict pain upon other people. Yeah. But you see, I really actually cared for that girl. I care for that girl in, yeah. in London. Uh, and not in like a, a romantic sense, but as in like I see that she is not living. No one tells her the things that I told her. Yeah. And because of that, she's very brash and she just gets away with it. But I don't think it brings her happiness. Yeah. So I think that the way she treats well, she's people. Not here is, now really to, anyway, no, no, no. Yeah. It's just a reflection of who she was. I'm not trying to badmouth her. She's an amazing, magnanimous person. Yeah. But I don't think anyone tells her her faults or she doesn't listen to them. In do that you really sense. think anybody. Do you think people need to tell people their faults? Friends do. That Why else do you have friends? I don't know, man. So that I they just can think reflect you have to fucking sort yourself out first. Yeah, but within a friendship, if, if your friends aren't going, well, look, man, what you did there, you were an asshole. The oh, yeah, day. if you were an, if somebody's an asshole to you, then you're absolutely able to point. Exactly, and you shouldn't be doing it. And it's like there's that Louis C.K. joke where it's like, you were being an asshole. You don't get the right to go, no, I wasn't. If it's your friend, you should be going, okay, uh, was I an asshole? Yeah. Tell me how. And that's what friends... Like if no, but I mean, I don't think you need to turn around to somebody and say, do you know what, now, you could lose a few pounds there. Or, you know... No, it's or not you could, like that. Yeah, it, you're, what you're saying is if somebody acts in a certain way, then you should be honest. You know, if they piss yeah. you off, then there's an You should honestly be it. like, look, man, the way you act affects affects me in a negative way and you should tell them that you know yeah. that way and if they go well this is well i think that the way you're taking it up is incorrect then you can go all oh, right yeah 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 and that's what friends should do and then you have a dialogue so there's a way to work. ask that though it's exactly. i read that what you did this way yeah you know what i mean i i, I took yeah. it this way was i totally wrong you know that's the yeah, in yeah, a yeah. way not that there's but there is a way to communicate but there is there's yeah. a way to meet somebody in the meet them whatever in their fucking zone yeah but you tell them well how all you can do is manage how you feel so uh i took that really fucking badly was i way off base was yeah I just being insecure or 
Or what was it? Yeah, or yeah, what yeah. Was, what And then that opens it up to discussion. Yeah, and they go, oh, do you know what, man? I was so fucking destroyed and paranoid that day. I didn't know mm. where you were coming from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was, you know... Yeah, that's that's a good way to do it. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, on reflection, maybe the way I approached the situation wasn't exactly the best for both of us. You were dead fucking right. I fucking was. I tell you, was. (laughs) (laughs) You were right, no matter what you did. Yeah, Yeah, just agree. You're dead right, man. (laughs) Text her now. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) We'll get a live chat going. I'm sorry that I apologised. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so should we get started and chat? Yeah, yeah. Are we going to do an introduction? or? Yeah. yeah. How would you introduce yourself if you were introducing yourself? Myself? Yeah. Now? Oh, God, I don't know how I'd introduce myself. Mm-hmm. I, I'd say that, uh, hi, my name's Dylan. I was an actor and a writer for years, and now I'm changing my career to become a psychologist. Ooh, that's mm. nice. Yeah. That's, that's colourful. It's true. Yeah. Mm. I suppose that's how I introduced myself because online they do um, the lecturer went okay we're all going to be working together if you guys want to chat just give I'm this person give yourself an introduction and that's how I introduced myself and is it all in writing the introductions no 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 we're going to get it to a point where we're all speaking to each other and stuff like that which is exciting yeah Yeah. very good yeah yeah Yeah. very cool Mm. jeez we had some fucking rigmarole there didn't we didn't we? We were off on one. Yeah, that's 45 minutes, almost 50 minutes. Is it? Really? Yeah. Wow. Well, just that last little bit felt like we were sprinting through it. Like we started... Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. You're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> okay, so what are we... Have we got any conclusion? What were we talking about? 